Hello guys, Jack here from Jack Makes Happy Hour podcast. And yes, the rumours are true. We're heading back out on tour in May 2024. 68% of the tickets are already sold out, but there are still a few left at Edinburgh, Newcastle, Manchester, Birmingham, Leeds, Cardiff, Sheffield, Nottingham, Bristol, Bury, and our home city of Norwich. So don't waste any time. Grab your tickets today and come and watch me, Alfie and Robbie live. And me. Mainly me, Alfie and Robbie, though, isn't it? Yeah. Happyhourlive.co.uk. See you in May. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What we're going to do today, um, we are going to do a show all about. Okay, this is going to be my favourite episode ever. All about me. They're <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. always all about you. Yeah. Um, so basically, a lot of people tweet in and, and post YouTube comments and do all that shit. Some people email me and ask how I started on YouTube and what my first moves were and how I went from. A uh, very below average looking, ugly fucking ginger kid to, to the a same. Just as a YouTuber. ginger adult. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, but so what I was going to do is I was going to just share some stories that I haven't really told about stuff that have happened. I've, I've written down, but I took great pleasure in this because I'm, <laughs> I'm a very egotistical maniac anyway. So no. I, I, I've, I've written down a lot of my things I've done in my life, things okay. I've done in my career, so to speak, not not just my life. And um, I'm just going to talk you through them. Really. I just imagine you sat in your little shed, just typing all these, going, oh, as if I did that, yeah. how great am I? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just so good. Yeah, just wanking into a mirror. Um, <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, I started making videos 10 years ago now, so a lot of people... Um, a lot of people think that YouTubers just sort of tend to just become YouTubers overnight. Obviously, that did happen, because... No? Well, to an extent, I'm now judging your story already. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I started making videos because I I watched Charlie McDonald. Do you remember him? Do I remember? He was YouTube God. He was he was YouTube. God. Do you remember him, Charlie? Yeah, so the hair, so didn't he? Cool, like. he went Charlie is so Charlie, Charlie is so Charlie is so cool. Like like that. That was his jingle. Yeah. And uh, no, because the story I always say is I saw him. He was once, um, that was back in the day when all YouTubers had the floppy fringe and, oh, I'm so painfully British. Oh, like, <laughs> I'm going to teach you how to make a cup of tea today. Like that. And all the American. so wholesome. Wholesome? Yeah. I thought you went wholesome. <laughs> like, awesome, but like. You... I'm not true, Geordie. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought you'd come up with like a new cool word. Like, he was wholesome, man. Like, wholesome. Like you're so yeah. Anyway, this is about me. I was about to say, I'm oh. hating every yeah. part of this. <laughs> um, no, so. <laughs> do you yeah. continue? No, because Charlie McDonald was like, do you, YouTube. Why YouTube intrigues me, I think, is because it gave people a platform to do fuck all on. 
right? And, and you're like, oh, that's for me. And I was yeah. like, I reckon, path, I, sorted. I reckon I could perfect fuck all. <laughs> you know? So I saw he, d- he did a video. He literally did a video about how to make a cup of tea, but he also did a video where he bought 10 packs of wine gums and, and mm-hmm. counted the colours in each one. So as I always Thrilling say... Thrilling stuff. You no, know, yeah, but exactly. I thought, as I said before, if you can afford 10 packets of wine gums at 16, then I want a slice of that pie. <laughs> but but um, turns out he didn't actually get many blacks in that one. Which was a shame because I, blacks are my favourite wine gums. Uh, not many, not anyone knows this really, unless I've said it before, which is plausible. But um, my first YouTube channel I ever done was called. <laughs> I had an account on Swap It Shop. Um, do you remember Swap It Shop? What's no. Swap It Shop. Swap it, how does no one remember Swap It Shop? No one. You're all old. two of us. You are old. Swap It Shop. Yeah. No. I, so basically, right. This is what I was going to talk about in my stand-up. Yeah. No matter what website I've ever been on, and and bear in mind this this episode is about my life, so so you can allow me to be a little bit egotistical for a bit and just blow my own trumpet for a while. Um, no matter what website I've been on, I've always succeeded on it, right? It's just a it's just a talent that I have. That's right? true. But all but, two of them. No, no. So, <laughs> King of Bebo. So, no, no. Uh, you actually yes. were. <laughs> yes, it actually was. Right. So Habo. I I bossed that. We've talked. We spoke. Happy. We spoke yeah. about that. I walked around that casino like I was a don, and I was <laughs> like, and I I owned that casino, and people had different shift patterns, and I employed dealers and stuff. It was incredible. But away from that, Bebo, yeah. I thought, how am I going to make some money off Bebo? So I started making Bebo skins for people. Skins were all the thing, weren't they? Oh, they were. What, what skin did you have? I I used to make my own as well. I'd just do like obviously Man United ones because mm. I was cool like that, mm-hmm. but. Nothing, like, nothing ever special. Did you not? I did needed you. you. Yeah, you should have come to me. I'd have sorted you out for a price. What, what, <laughs> what was your one? Uh, one that you made me. You don't know this. Fuck off. <laughs> that would have been you so weird. Yeah, yeah, that that been you trippy. nearly believed it. That pause yeah. was very like... Oh, I was like, that is plausible because I was making skins for the masses. Oh, yeah. everyone. So do you remember what your Bebo skin was? Mine was something utterly embarrassing like angel or devil. Oh, something yeah. just cringy for thirteen-year-old Fiona. Oh, yeah. I had my name and then in brackets after it said the nutter. So <laughs> that could mean two things. <laughs> yeah, fourteen-year-old me just going around nutting on people. Oh <laughs> you don't have to live oh, up to your skin. You can just have it, but never nut. Well, I reckon if I was 14 and not getting any action, which not many 14-year-olds should. Speak for I, yourself. I, I, I would go around going, yeah, I'm the nutter. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah, spunk dear. boy. Uh, oh, sorry. Never I had to lower that. the tone. So yeah. I, um, my Bevo name was actually New Craze because I thought I'd be the New Craze one day. Turns out I am. In a way. Oh, wow! But, but so no, I kick Sally over here. <laughs> but I couldn't get um, I couldn't get the username New Craze, so it's New Craze TM. I thought I'll copyright that. <laughs> That's how copyright works. <laughs> you just write TM. Yeah, right, it's yours now. <laughs> now yeah. it's yours forever. <laughs> but I used to make skins for people, and I remember I made this one once that got f- featured in the top twenty Bebo skins of that year, and it was uh, it was like a blue. F- um, cover photo and it said would you like to and it said this in text across it with an arrow to the display picture and it said would you like to print out this page so you can show Santa exactly what you want for Christmas oh for oh fuck's sake God. how uh, did that make the list well over 100,000 people used it so I got a lot of love, literally, on Bebo. A lot of love given to me that day. Mm-hmm. Um, my top 16, oh, I was all jumbled up that weekend. Do you know what I mean? I had a lot of people <laughs> coming to me. Um, so that that was that was um, how I was big on Bebo. Um, I actually can't remember how I started to get... How did I get onto this topic now? Swap It Shop. Oh, Swap yeah. It Shop. Yeah, so... But why was I talking about that? 
Because you were trying to say that before YouTube, you had something about Swap It Shop. You were successful on every website. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so uh, Swap It Shop was a website where you could go on and list your possessions, the ones that you didn't want anymore. And people could offer you their Swap It, which was the virtual currency on the website. Or you could then swap it for another item. So some, a big thing on Swap It Shop were TY Beanie Babies, which I collected a lot of. Um, there was um, uh, Micro Stars with the bobblehead football players like that, which were, were banging. Pokemon cards, stuff like that. So I used to sell Bebo skins on Swap It Shop mm-hmm. because you legally couldn't get people to pay you to make a Bebo skin unless she was a licensed company so I would just get people to to like give me their swap it and then I actually earned enough to buy 12 iPod Nanos when iPod Nanos come out so I was 14 so then I got the iPod Nanos and I went to school and I sold the iPod Nanos and I, I felt like a baller because the iPod Nanos at the time I think were about £150 and I was going to school and selling them for like 60 So you made enough quid. money from Bebo skins to buy 12 of these is that right? Yeah, well, the people would pay me in swap it. Yeah. And the yeah. most expensive thing you could buy on Swap It Shop was an iPod Nano. IPod Nano. I already had an iPod Shuffle, so I went too fast. So, but I got, I got ten. Dragon. No, iPod Shuffle was worse, but all <laughs> the same thing, doesn't it? So I, I, I then sold all the iPod Nanos at school, and made a, made a quick buck. So I'd done that, um, and then I went onto YouTube. And on YouTube, I was like, I really want to fucking be good at this. And this is before like you, you would make any money from YouTube so I never went into it with that intention I didn't, money wasn't always a big deal like Habbo I wasn't making any money on Habbo but because I was a face on Habbo I was you wanted name. to be popular oh and mm. I was do you know what I mean number, <laughs> number one Chav was my username on Habbo because oh. I thought I was a Chav because when I was 12 or 13 my nan bought me that pink Lacoste uh, Lacoste Sportif tracksuit or Lacoste or whatever um, so I thought I was a Chav so I bought I had that uh, and then I was on YouTube and um, the first time I ever got subscribers on YouTube I think I got about 200 in a day, which was mental back then. That was that was big news. That was because I went back onto my old Habbo account, and obviously I had like loads of Fernie. I was like a bit big Fernie. Fern- <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what it was called. So I then did a did a did a room, made a room called Free Fernie, and everyone used to do that. But you never got Free Fernie. It's just people trying to get their rooms it was popular. But on the sticky note, I put my YouTube link forward slash Jackmate. So go over, subscribe to Jackmate. Once you've done it, I'll give you a free piece of Fernie. I was too old for Habbo at this point. Anyway, I'd fucked it off. So I, <laughs> so, so, I put, so I put it on the, on the note and I was actually giving people Fernie and giving it all away. So they were loving it and they were like, oh, make another account, do this, do this. So I got a little boost off that, really. So Habbo kind of kicks out of my, my YouTube career. And then <clears throat> another thing that boosted my YouTube channel. So, so this is what I always think. Yeah, I think, yeah, work hard, fine, right? Work hard for what you want. That's great. Um... And do all that, but you also need a lot of luck. Um, luck's a big thing when when succeeding online. Like we had Chris MD on recently, and he said that he wanted to be a FIFA YouTuber. Back in the day, he bought a pack and he packed Messi, and then he got a million views off and that. that. Like, off. And what yeah. was the luck so in getting luck. Messi? Like, mm-hmm. you, you, it's just it is luck. But then I also think you need to kind of like hustle your way as well. Like, where I'm a big believer in fake it till you make it. So that's why I'm not necessarily. I wasn't necessarily that surprised about my old manager, James, right? Because I know he was faking it till he, till he made it. Explain what happened about James to people who don't know. But, 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 but I think people will know, won't they? Because we, we've, we've mentioned it. I, I, I'm not going to go into great detail because we've done a show on it before. But basically, I had an old manager that was a bit fraudulent and, and he promised me the world and, and, and scammed people along the way. Now, I'm not agreeing with that because that's terrible that you're taking people's money. Yeah. But 
the only thing that I was offended by, because you got to do what you got to do in life. If you're a hustler, what, what is right? the but here? No, if you're a hustler, you're a hustler, right? That doesn't mean I agree with it or not, yeah. And I'm not saying I look at me I'm a hustler like I'm Biggie or uh, or anything like that. Like I walk down the street and people go, "Look, there's that cool guy." I just ran Habbo, yeah. <laughs> so that's all I did. He's so humble. Yeah, but um, but what I'm trying to say is like, if you have to fake it till you make it, then do it, yeah. So I faked it by just getting Habbo people to subscribe to me. And then another thing that I'd done was my dad called me up one day and he was like, um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've uh, I've just heard this new tune on the radio. And, and one night he was driving back to Fetford and he heard a tune and it was Sam Sparrow. Do you mm. know? Oh, black and gold. gold yeah. Black and gold. And so I, I listened to it and I was only a little kid and I was like, oh, this is quality. So I found a really bootleg version of it on like some LimeWire or something like that. And this is going to be so much nostalgia for people of my age, I think, like Habbo, LimeWire and stuff like that. But um, So I uploaded it to a YouTube channel, again, New Craze TM, and um, it got 100,000 views overnight. And everyone was loving it and was like, this tune's class. But everyone then, because back then, no one would just upload content that's not yours because you just YouTube was just about making stuff you wanted to make. No mm. one would, why would you upload someone else's? That make sense. And, and we weren't earning money from it. So everyone thought, I was Sam Sparrow. <gasps> so everyone came to my channel going, this, this is a great tune. Nah, I'm not Sam Sparrow. Oh. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm glad we figured that one out. Yeah. Put um, that in a title. So everyone thought I was Sam Sparrow. So I was getting messages going, when's the next tune out? When's the next tune? So I replied to all the messages and oh, went, no. yeah, the next tune will be dropping on YouTube.com. <laughs> You didn't slash Jack, correct anyone. You were like, yep, yeah, that's yeah. me. He used yeah. it to get more subs. Honestly, oh. I, I was faking that shit till I made it. So, well, it worked for you. So. Yeah, so I've done that. Fair, fair enough. I reckon there's probably just like a handful of people that just still subscribe to Jack Wick. Waiting just for Sam yeah. Farrow's yeah. new song. Just Ten watching. years later. All yeah. right, Sam, when's the, uh, when's the album coming out? Yeah. Not actually saying anything. Just sat there watching every upload. Like, I don't want any of this. What I'm, getting, <laughs> what I'm getting out of all this so far is that your whole YouTube career has been a lie. Yeah, well, pretty yeah. much. Pretty you much. fucking love Alfie Days. <laughs> So, so there was that. So uh, one day my dad called me up away from the Sam Sparrow thing. Oh, yeah, because that channel then got deleted on copyright, uh, on okay. copyright straight. But you and TM'd it. I TM'd it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, yeah, yeah. You fucked it. Uh, yeah. uh, and I didn't know what copyright was. I didn't understand it. Um, so then my dad called me up for a second time. I don't know why he didn't. Just, I lived with him. I don't know why he kept calling me. <laughs> <laughs> you were only in the other room. Yeah. Dad's uh, in the kitchen. You're in the line. Dad, just walk through the door. <laughs> no, but he uh, he called me up and was like, uh, no, no, he did he come home one day and said, oh, yeah, 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 I've seen this comedian on the Jonathan Rush show that you're really like, and it turned out to be Tim Minchin. So every boy wants to be... Their, every boy wants to, like, impress their dad. Do you know what I mean? And, and stuff like that. I don't and, know why I'm nodding. I'm not alone. Like, yeah, I know exactly. No, but, like, every boy's, far, every boy's idol should be their own father, I oh, think. And, and 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 I think if you don't look at your dad in high esteem or, or think he's way better than maybe he is i don't know but then then maybe your dad's not done a good enough job i don't know like but i think every every boy's hero should be the dad but so when my dad was like saying oh yeah tim minchin i then jumped straight on youtube found all the tim minchin content i could and uploaded it to my own channel my brand new channel <laughs> youtube.com forward slash tim minchin live right? for god's sake uh, tm uh, <laughs> no, no. Uh, for tim minchin <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, I then basically ran youtube.com forward slash Tim Minchin Live. And Tim, to this day, I don't know if he'll remember me or know who I am or anything like that. Or will he care? Probably not. But he um, he reached out and, and basically said, I was probably about 15 at this time. And he was like, 
yo um i don't think he said yo <laughs> <laughs> but he was like yeah I've, I've seen you've made this um and, and to be fair he could have just got the channel shut down right then and there but he didn't he actually asked if i would help run his official channel and i was That's 15 big. at the time and that i was freaking out and uh the, the the clause was i don't get paid for helping him but I'm allowed to keep the fan channel up and the fan channel can be monetized. So I was like, wow, okay, incredible. Um, so that that was when I first started to earn a little bit of money from YouTube through Tim Minchin. And then I, I also asked him if I could uh, put my YouTube link in the description. He said, yeah, he didn't care. He was a really, really nice guy. He sent me his password. He sent me everything. We never spoke on the phone. We never spoke on webcam. And you it, never met in person. Never met in person, but it was always over email. It was at, it was an official at Tim Minchin email. Like, um it was it was 100% him because he sent me the password to his official channel so i was logged in so I, I ran his channel for a while and stuff like that and put put my link in the descriptions i think some of the tim Minchin live stuff is still up there now probably with my link in somewhere um but i'm sure it is yes. that you've showed me yeah so because you you told me this story and jack likes to tell me a lot of things cuz i'm rather gullible mm. <laughs> and um you told me this story and i i called bullshit i was like this is no no way is this true yeah. and we went on youtube they're still up there still with your link in the description yeah. as proof yeah uh, now they that now they do get copyright striked cuz i think it's been 8 years yeah. and his, his team are probably up with fuck your proof shit. of hustling yeah that's it so then i got i gained like my first sort of like 10,000 subscribers from like illegitimate way. legitimate but like not the most. It wasn't for your content. <laughs> no, exactly. No. <clears throat> but then once you get a, a small little bump like that, you can then get people that do find you entertaining, and you can you can grow off that basically. <laughs> but then so I had that yeah, and I started being a started making a YouTube videos such as old classics like What Can You Do with Banana? What Can You Do with <laughs> Banana is my favorite video <laughs> of all it. time. I oh, love it. it was actually a remake. It was a parody of Tyler Oakley. Tyler Oakley famously did a did a video called What Can You Do with a Pimp Cup? And it was a pimp cup that you hold like a wine glass, but you hold it like through your fingers. Oh, uh, okay. And then he would sit there and he'd go, the many things you can do with a pimp cup. And Charlie McDonald remade it, who was an idol of mine. And uh, he did, what can you do with a Wiimote? And it was just many things you can do with a, a Wiimote. And then controller. you let everyone know that you could create rainbows with bananas. It wasn't a rainbow, Stevie, you were, for fuck's sake. What was it? it so the many, it, it, it was, what can you do with a banana? You can grab a fruit, uh, grab a few fruity friends and make a face out of it. Like, <laughs> two plums and I made a face. You can then, use it as a boomerang. <laughs> yeah. And then it comes back slow motion. You hear me go, no. Like, um, you, you, can, um, you can rob a bank with it. And then you... But the funny thing is, yeah, because I didn't know how to bleep stuff. I, Wait, I, did you have to? Well, no, but I, I, I went, I went. You can rob a bank with it, and then it goes to black, and then I go, "Give me the money, give me the money," like that. But I, I don't know why I didn't just say "fucking" and then bleep that word. So it's me going, "Give me the money, give me the <laughs> money," like, and then my cousin, whose voice hadn't broken at that time, Jamie went, "Sir, is that a banana?" <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, oh, that's what cousins are for. Yeah, and then me and Matty, um, uh, my mate Matty, we did a we did a lip sync to "The Humans Are Dead," which is um, a famous. Flight of, the Concord. <laughs> Flight of the Concord song. So they were like, that was the kind of content I was producing back then, which makes you think, why didn't I grow organically? <laughs> so where did you go from doing that kind of beautiful content to yeah. realising clickbait gets you everywhere? Well, I didn't oh. actually realise. Clickbait, I don't think, clickbait's always been about, yeah. So one of my first ever videos was called Hot Sexy Boy Dancers Topless in Rome. But it was just me. <laughs> <laughs> and, it was, and it was me going, uh, you know... 
Uh, what's her name? Relu, Rue, 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 Rue. That's it. Bulletproof. Yeah. Been there, done that, messed around. I'm having fun. Yeah, that one. Down. Yeah, one of my mates done a video of it, and and he was just this time, babe, just dancing in his room. So I done a remake of it in my room, and my sister walks in halfway through, and I'm like, oh, and just shut the door like that. But so that <laughs> so that was that was clickbait. So far, all of your content has been you doing remakes. You haven't done anything original. <laughs> Have you ever done any original content, Jack? New. Once realised he could start slagging people off. Yes, that's it. Bring on Cher Lloyd. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, it. Yeah. That's where it all began. Cher Lloyd that was, was the, the beginning. Well, the first time I ever slagged something off, yeah, was um, was uh, I, I was around my nan's. And my granddad was reading The Sun. Um, what you slide your granddad off? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, I, he there was a, there was a coupon on the front page of The Sun. It said free packet of spam with every reader. And my granddad went, look at that. Who thought one spam with a fucking sun? So I was like. <laughs> Yeah, who does want to, why do you want spam? So I made a, f- a full five-minute video of me going, why are the sun giving away spam? <laughs> <laughs> but that done really well. People really liked it. And and uh, my dad, because he used to work as a demolition guy and removal man and stuff like that, so he'd always come back home with random stuff that he'd picked up on site. So I remember one day he just come home with a huge cabinet, like a drawer, like but the kind of filing cabinets that you get in workplaces. Just full and, of spam. And it just, <laughs> yeah, it just had loads and loads of of like kids work from school okay but he took down an old school so one day he came home with a boiler suit and i thought i'm just gonna wear that in my videos so i just wore <laughs> a big white see-through boiler suit and every now and then and only sparingly like like this could happen once every maybe two years i'll get a message of someone remembering the boiler suit and i'll think fuck me like you have been there since day one so so that was that was my point when people do say oh, i remember your boiler suit shit i think fuck there's the proof because yeah. that's another thing people could say they've been watching your eight years you don't know yeah they so just you go it. okay quote quote an old video and they'll be like um yeah they don't know but yeah i'm not too fast either way so one of my first ever ramp videos was me in a boiler suit slagging off Sherloid. But even back in the day, mate, when I used to say some outrageous things, I then made a video defending Sherloid when she got piss thrown over at a V festival. You do have a heart. <laughs> Tin man. So, <laughs> so do you find, do you think the reason you did so well with like Sherloid, she was kind of big at the time with the X Factor stuff because she was different. Yeah. With YouTube being such a wholesome place, mm. you come in as a little prick. Yeah. Do you think that's what kind of set it all off? People are going, ah. Oh, Oh, someone, someone actually has a real opinion. Yeah. Someone different. This guy's a bit new, <clears throat> a bit the fresh. Yeah, yeah, probably. Because you probably. went from that to your top twenty-five shit. Didn't Tw- you? Twenty-five. Yeah. Well, it's not call it shit. So. <laughs> uh, 20, 20, Respect <laughs> it. It's TM. Twenty. Yeah. Twenty-five <laughs> things everybody hates. TM. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, but uh, mate, some of the shit I used to say in them videos. Awful. Oh, mate. Like, opinions that I can't even comprehend that I used to have. Do you like, think you were just saying it... To be edgy. To be edgy. Or be because you think other people thought it, they went, oh, relatable. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, possibly. But, like, this is why I, I constantly defend YouTubers that have old tweets, right? Mm. And, and you can't always bring up people's past because people do change and grow and learn. And I, I've always been completely honest and transparent with... I have said some weird shit in the past, but not because I've ever been racist or homophobic or sexist or anything like that, xenophobic, whatever. Just because I've I was a bit weird. Like I, I was a- those years where you have tweeted. What would you say were the weirdest? Um, what what sort of age are we talking? Uh, 16, yeah. 17. I feel that every 16 and 17 year old says shit. Says weird stuff. Oh, yeah. You're at that Back... age where you're trying to fit in with your friends, you're trying to have banter, you're trying to get a laugh out of them. I feel like 
Everyone, everyone on this planet has 100%. said. For guys especially, boy, boys at that kind of age, calling someone gay was like the main insult. Yeah. But I've never once hated gays. No. I've, I still live with one now. Yeah. I've, I was best friends with like the bloody head of the gay society, LGBT society at a uni. Like, yeah. I go to OMG more than anywhere else, a gay club in Bristol, yeah. just because I enjoyed like whatever. You're engaged to a man. I bloody love <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck him. But like, <laughs> but like, it was the insult, and it's never like meant in a bad way. No. But if someone now goes back, if you go through my old tweets, I'm sure like some some one of my mates could be like, "Oh, you look good there," and I'm like, ah, "Gay." Yeah. Like mm. that's not. Doesn't it's matter. just what it was. Yeah. I don't do it as much anymore. Yeah, probably I'll, still do occasionally though. I'm a bit gay. But then I can take that one further. Um, and I did a video called 25 Things Everybody Hates." Oh, you didn't include gay people, did you? I put gays in there, right? Which is obviously horrific. Yeah, right? there's a lot of people out there now. Their ears have pricked up. They've gone, "Where the fuck is this going?" <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, yeah. When I was 16, 17, and, and, and I've got an uncle that's gay, right? And, and my nan's brother um, killed himself, and a lot of people think that's because he got bu- bullied for being gay back in the mm-hmm. day because it was frowned upon, yeah? So I have always been raised by my nan and, and my, my uh, sort of my dad. Like, to, to, there's nothing wrong with being gay, right? And I've ne- but, but I used to think that, and, and again, this is an old, old opinion, eight years old now, um, eight years ago, sorry, um, where. I used to think, why do people, why do gay people act camp? Yeah, some. Uh, so, so yeah, some Not gay. All. No, th- yeah, I know. But do you know what I mean? This is a touchy mm-hmm. topic. I don't give a fuck now. I don't get care, right? But as a teenager, I was like, why do they act camp? Like mm. I don't know. And then I couldn't differ because because you you can get some over the top gays, can't you? <laughs> sure. Which is fine, like flamboyant gays, whatever. Mm. You can get a whole array of of any kind of person. Just like right? you can get a whole array of straight. Yeah, people. Exactly. I'm a flamboyant straight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and now I, I think some of the funniest, the kindest people you meet can be the flamboyant gays. Mm-hmm. Right, and, and and I just as an as an adult, I totally get it, and I totally like don't, don't mm-hmm. care what right. But so, but when I was younger, I was like, why have they got to be like over the top like that? But you you can, I guess you can have a point if that's what you think. That's what you think, right? If that's mm-hmm. but what you believe. But as a kid, to to not know how to word that, and to even try and voice that opinion on the internet, you're just a fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. And and it would actually come up with the text on the screen. So it'd be. Um, oh yeah, I really hate dogs. Number five, it says on the screen, dogs in text. So imagine my shock at watching back one of my old videos where halfway through I go, number 23, gays. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, what are you doing? Now, obviously, I'm of a character and a person that I don't care what I said. Like, if, if you try and bring up shit I've done in the past, I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, do what you want. Like, that's, that's the whole point, it's yeah, in the past. I don't, yeah. Or even if you think it still defines who I am today, fuck yourself, because it shows the coup, the, 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 the true closed-minded person is. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, fuck, fuck yourself. But, uh, of course, I, I, I'm not proud of that, but, I mean, that's why you shouldn't necessarily... Um, my dad said to me just this weekend that he's so glad that he grew up in the 70s and the 80s because there weren't camera phones. He couldn't document. I thought you were going to say they weren't camp people. No, no. He, he, you couldn't document stuff and have your stupid opinion put online. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, no, that's just that's just. I don't know how we got onto that tangent. I also, oh, it's just trying to figure out where you kind of blew up. So Cher Lloyd and then that. Mm. The yeah. thing I find weird about your twenty-five things. How many parts did you do to that? Seven. I'd struggle to think of twenty-five things. Mm. So I think you were grasping at anything that you think oh, people would agree 100%, to. One hundred percent, mate. One hundred percent. You do one hundred and seventy-five things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd struggle to get past like ten. Quick maths. I enjoy. Um, I like that. You know me and my maths. <laughs> do you use that for your work? 
All the time, actually, oh, constantly. What, what, what is your job? Oh, I just do maths. Like people come up to me, and go, "Oh, what's eighty-two <laughs> times twenty-five? I go two thousand and fifty, and they're like, "Fuck!" Oh my god! So I get paid loads. Brilliant. Really shit Sign busker. Me up. <laughs> <laughs> no, he can't actually say, can he? For obvious reasons. But you can ask him off off camera, and he'll tell you. Um, I'm sure. Maybe I've told you anyway. But um, yeah. So so no, that's uh, again with twenty-five things like. I think I was really clutching at straws. Uh, at like one of the things I put in once was I hate headphones. <laughs> Why? They get tangled in your bag. Oh, that accent. I, ha- I hate hand dryers. They're loud. <laughs> that, that's that's what. But the... your thing, obviously, the first one did so. Like how big your channel was at the time, obviously, yeah. it did really well for views. So you yeah. went well. Do it again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did yeah, well yeah. again. Do oh, it again. Exactly. Did well again. Yeah. Ching ching. Yeah. Um, you've kind of always stuck with that yeah yeah slag off <laughs> so well it's done well but do then, it again but then that even that even led to like um me slagging off youtubers when i first started doing that i was i was clutching at straws and i'd be like oh yeah i hate them oh that alfie days oh his videos are boring like as if that's a reason yeah. to hate anyone yeah. do you know what i mean and i actually don't hate anyone that's the thing a lot of people are surprised that in person i'm fiona you can both you both know me we well to back, to, to back this up it's funnier to put someone down than it is to compliment someone right? oh yeah so if your mate's <laughs> a bit chubby and you go ah you, you make a joke about being fat right yeah. to, to a mate that can take it yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you have to both like sign up to the deal without <laughs> so, do you know what i mean though like you can't Brit- just bully them no, Verbal no, agreement. no of course british people they sign up to the deal mm-hmm. like when you become a, a friend with a group of lads so i don't know what it's like for girls as well i think girls are more more normal <laughs> but um <laughs> lads sign up to the deal so mm-hmm. if, if you're in the pub it's a free for all then yeah. like and 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 you know that no one means that i, I can tell you now that I've got mates that are like probably a bit chubby, and you and you you, you prod them and you poke poke the fun at them, and so not literally, but you, you sort of like make jokes about them. And then it's weird because I think a lot of British guys are like this, and and it's a bit of an enigma, really. But if they ever got down about it, yeah, mm-hmm. or they ever got sad, mm-hmm. or genuinely offended, uh, or upset, yeah, mm-hmm. but not uh, but not even what you've just said. But if 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 in their life you can tell it's getting a bit on top of them. Then, them boys come together like an army, mm-hmm. and they make sure that person's all right. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And as soon as they're, at, we believe that they're out of that mind frame. Boom! Back to the banter again. And yeah. I hate the word banter because I hate the lad culture around yeah. it. Like, and a lot of people seem to think that by watching my videos because I'm outspoken, I'm going to be a lad. I'm not a lad. No, I hate no. it. Right? I don't like the kind of like dapper laughs humor and all stuff like that. So, yeah. so, um, but, but boys are like that in Britain, and and they do. A, a lot of us are caring as well so you can be the biggest twat in the world mm-hmm. when you're down the pub but if if anyone needs help they'll be the first ones to be there so I as think well. in general guys have better friendships of course than girls honest friendships yeah, yeah I think not all boys I don't know every group could be different but I'm, I can just and not all girls yeah but the generalisation is that girls are very fake I, I, I've also come across way more many <laughs> Sounds weird. Um, I've also met way more girls. Actually, I don't think I've ever met a guy who's gone. I just, I just get on with girls more. But mm. I've met so many girls so who go, I just girls. get on with guys yeah. more. Mm. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, one hundred percent. But yeah, so um, we're going back to uh, to the, to sort of like the the videos, calling the videos out. I was just going to say about how how um, how I was at college because at college I didn't let any at school. I started making videos. And instantly I thought I was the dog's bollocks because I was like, yeah, I'm a YouTuber now. Like that. <laughs> but I didn't realise that, and I think a lot of people don't do this until they finish school. I didn't realise that people that were complimenting them were 
mugging me off. Right. Do you know what I mean? So like, you know, when you're a nerdy kid at school and you get like a haircut, for example, and someone goes, "Oh, nice haircut, buddy." Yeah. Oh, it's really and cool, did that. you go? Yeah. Oh, thank and you. And you go, "Wow!" Like that cool mm-hmm. kid kid just said that. It's quite sad, really. Like mm-hmm. the, that, that cool kid, that cool kid said that. So then you mm-hmm. go home and you, you're buzzing. Like, oh, he said I had a good haircut. Oh, just an example, right? Mm-hmm. But then you realise after, nah, they're mugging me off. Yeah. Like that. Oh. <laughs> people still Has do that, that now. It happens to me all the time where people try and be really sarcastic. They're like, oh yeah, you're really good at that. And because I know they're being sarcastic now, the best thing you can do is go with it and just go, oh my God, thank you. Because they're just like, <laughs> oh, what the fuck am I going to do? Because yeah. they're trying to mug you off and you're just yeah. going with it. So just do that, yeah. Jack. Yeah. Stop getting bullied. <laughs> and get a different haircut. <laughs> yeah, that would yeah. be the main thing. Yeah. Fucking hell, actually, thinking back. <laughs> when you first started YouTube, your hair was something. Long hair, little mm. lab rat piercing in, in the bottom lower lip. Yeah, you've still like got that hole there. Yeah, you've got the hole. I had a tongue piercing, nose mm-hmm. piercing. I was a fucking weird. Not, not that people that have some piercing yeah, well, weirdos, but, going, but I look like a fucking weirdo. But anyway, so I... I, I, I was that past tense? Yeah. Was that accidental past tense, darling? So I, I thought I was the bee's knees and then I soon learned I weren't because I was going to football training every week for a team that would just rinse me. And I was like, oh, God. So I, I kind of kept doing YouTube because at the back of my mind, I knew that's what I wanted to do and no one was ever going to tell me otherwise. But I then went to college on my own accord. I, I got kicked out of sixth form. Um, Why? Uh, I was just a bit of a shit, really. I, like, I, basically, all through my school life, yeah, I was the golden boy I was really <laughs> clever and I was academic and I got my head down which I think then, most people wouldn't think looking no. at you because of the types of videos you do you're yeah. loud, you look fucking you're... stupid yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just going to say confident but... yeah but I'm, I'm good with words like I, I can use my words well do you know what I mean can use my words real good. <laughs> yeah, but um, no. So I, I, I English was my favourite lesson at school, and I used to always, as a kid, I used to always write poems, and I used to write like stories and books and stuff like that. I was always typing stuff up, mm, like creative. Yeah, so, but so yeah, so at, at six four, uh, as I as I got later and later through school, and I got friendly with the cooler kids, I tried to act up to that, and then I got went to sixth form, and I was friends with who I'm still friends with to this day, a guy called Mark, um, and we both got pr- pretty much. We left before we would were kicked out. Yeah. We we jumped before we were pushed, basically. And I remember my Mark. I always tell this story, not on the podcast, but I think you may have heard it. But Mark is a weird looking guy, isn't he? Bit of a greasy looking fucker. Oh. At school, he was a dirty looking little creepy, <laughs> spotty little hairy man, right? Um, uh, and uh, one day he uh, basically he just did what he wanted to do whenever. So he's like, I'd say to him, you stink, Mark. You're like, yeah, in charge for two days. What? what why? <laughs> but he'd wear it as a badge of honour. Like he was, oh, a, like he was a, proud. Yeah, like he's a weirdo. But anyway, he um, he dyed his hair purple, pink, green, yellow and orange. Five different colours. And he backcombed it. So it was all like big and puffy, like Don I've King. Got a great visual. <laughs> yeah. A mental image right now. And I remember he was laid in the sixth form common room and, and I got called into um, Dr. Evans' uh, office. He was the big guy there. And uh, he was like, yeah, you're going to have to leave pretty much. I was like, oh, shit. No, no, no. I'll be fine. He was like, you and Mark are just a couple of jokers. Like, you don't take yourself too seriously. I was like, no, no. Honestly, I'm fine. He was like, you, all right. Well, if you are going to stay, you need to remove yourself from Mark because he's bringing you down. And he's he's a fucking clown, basically. So then I went, okay, I won't hang around with him anymore. I went, but can I just say, Mark's got a lot better recently, and I think bit, calling him a clown is a bit harsh. And he went, all right, see you later, get Mark in there. So I left, and I went, Mark, 
your next up and he stood up with his hair back <laughs> looking like an actual jester oh, and that then couldn't he, have gone any better that he, couldn't have gone any yeah, better and then he walked into Dr Evans the only thing that could have made that worse is if he walked in on a unicycle <laughs> <laughs> well, he, well he wouldn't that would have been impressive yeah, but, wow that's some talent I, I use my words well <laughs> yeah back to yeah. that so um, anyway so he kicked me uh, I, I got kicked out I then signed up to college on my own accord to do media two months into doing media at college there's a new head of head of college or whatever head of the department. Doctor mm. Evans joined, didn't he? So that was Brilliant. cool. The guy that kicked me out. But I didn't tell anyone at college that I wa- wanted to do YouTube. I was like, oh, oh I was doing YouTube because I, I got my head down at college and was friends with a few of the nerdier lads there. And I didn't make friends with the coolest stoner guys or anything like that. I just kept my head down and wanted to crack on. And then one day I turned up. This is about six months into my college course, and I turned up and everyone in the IT room was watching my videos. I was like, fuck. And out so of my... did you keep it secret? You didn't tell anyone. I, uh, yeah, college. yeah, I hadn't told anyone. Not even my like little nerdy mates, like who I was certain wouldn't say anything. And my heart sunk, and I was like, "Fuck! Like I don't, I don't want this. I don't want this. I've been rinsed at school. I've been rinsed at my football team. I just wanted to fucking do it." Like, and back then YouTube wasn't this big thing it is today. So if you think if you put something on YouTube now, people are going to find it sooner mm. or later. Yeah. I thought I was just in the corner of the internet, Hidden. just doing my own thing yeah. with my own little nerdy Charlie Sakal like and the Chameleon Circuit and all them lot who I used to watch Alex Day need we say more about that chap but um so yeah I walked in everyone was watching it and I was just like oh getting ready for my the shit I was going to get given and then I said oh how have you all found this then and then they said I was featured on the homepage so that was like a bit of sweet sort of pill. good news yeah say, yeah i was like oh i didn't know so that was back in the day when if youtube featured you on the homepage, you are gonna mm-hmm. blow you're up gonna do well and yeah. that's so, how i found you y- yeah that is how i first found you that is yeah. mental how did it feel going from obviously just uploading all these banana videos yeah. and all that kind of just shit one then, banana video then, <laughs> yeah. then doing the 25 things yeah. and the share lloyd mm. from that point you obviously started getting quite a lot of views yeah you were Asked to go on TV, you did a TV appearance saying how much you hated Cher Lloyd. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I was asked to go on a, on a show, on a BBC Three show with Joe Lysett, um, who, who was very much in the infancy of his career. Yeah. That was, I can't remember what that was called now. I can't remember, I know it, it only had about four episodes and that got cancelled. Yeah, that it? got binned off, that got binned off after my one I think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I can't remember what that was called, but I, I had to go up to London and film it and, and I thought that was the best thing or the biggest thing that I'd ever do. Um, that was quite nice actually because I remember Joe Lysa specifically saying to me you were very funny and that was a nice little pat on the back but I actually left college because I got accepted into Big Brother which sounds like a bullshit story because I remember you telling me this when we first met and again I was just like no you're lying yeah this is crazy yeah so no one knows this uh, well, some people know this, but <laughs> I know, <laughs> but yeah, you know this, but some people know this, but th- this isn't like a commonly known thing. But I, when I was at college, I, and I thought I want, I basically went into YouTube because I wanted to be famous. Like I just wanted to be known. I wanted to not, which I think is very honest of you, because if you ask a lot of YouTubers today, like why did you go into, why did you start making videos? They'll go, oh, for because I just want to make people happy. Yeah, no one, no one, no is, one honest. is honest. And they're like, because I wanted to be famous, I wanted to have money. Yeah. There's everything. Yeah. All TV shows. What mm. happened with Sam Bird? Yeah. Going on Love Island. Well, well mm. he, he's fame hungry as they come. But he'll mm. tell you that. Like yeah. he, he'll he, be honest about it. Yeah, he would suck the dick of the devil if it gave him, <laughs> if it ejaculated <laughs> fame into the back of his throat. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh my but, god, how but, have you been saving that little analogy? For I just, just thought of it, but I'm always thinking of the devil's dick. 
<laughs> weird. Um, that's, that's not going to be. I'm going to copyright that that trademark. Quite <laughs> so you got you were accepted to go on to Big Brother. Yeah, yeah. Because um, that that's the thing I just want to say before I move on. I wanted to be famous, right? And and I'm completely not that way inclined now. Um, and I wasn't bothered about money. Like I've never like, which sounds mental. I love mm. money. I, I, if you want to give me money, give me money. Great. <laughs> Who because, doesn't because, love money? But, but like Bobby Mister said, one of the only things I do agree with him on is money is freedom. Money yeah. is freedom, yeah. and I love freedom. Right, mm-hmm. and that's proven in the fact that I can't. Well, I could, but I don't work hard. I don't have work. I, I don't do hard labor for a job. I don't want to. I don't want to get up. And th- and that's why um, back in the day, I'd look at people that work hard and do proper jobs and almost think, look at them. Do you know what I mean? They're like as if they're nothing. Yeah. Now I look at them people as if they're everything because they can do, you get up every morning while I'm still in bed. Right. And, yeah. and so do you, Stevie, and you work 12 hours a day. And, and no, I, I admire that because I'm too lazy to do that. <laughs> so I'm, I'm I, where, where I'll put myself down and say that. I'm clever enough that I've found avenues around having to do that yeah. for, for a living. I think a lot of people would rather have your life. For sure. And I, and I don't take it for granted and I am very, very lucky. But, but without wanting to run the risk of coming across like Bobby Bizler, I don't care for money. I just care for having a, a life that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Money comes with it, great. But that was never why I did it. So I went into Big Brother because I thought, I want to be famous and I'm going to go in there and I'm going to be, I don't want to go in there and be like, ah, oh, it's me. It's all about me. But I'm going to subtly make it about me. Mm. So I am going You've to go. you had a game plan. Right? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to be the most vindictive, cheating, obscure, weird guy that you'll ever meet. And not physically weird, but mentally a bit strange. Do you know what I mean? A little bit physically um, weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> all the piercings and that. The um, jaw. Yeah, cheers, Stevie. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so I, um, what people don't know is when you go into Big Brother, before Big Brother goes on TV, there's, they do a week's trial um, with actual people that apply through the traditional for- meme, means. So I applied at Wembley. I went to the open day like every single other person there. Frankie Koza was there. There was lots and lots of people. And I went through the audition process. And then after I got accepted, um, they said, you're through to the next stage. There was so many phases. It was like getting into fucking Fort Knox or something like that, right? So it was, it was like... Or Guantanamo Bay or something. I can't believe how many different processes there were. Mm. So I got I got accepted in, and then um, I went on to. Um, I was in the bath one day and I got a phone call and they went, hi, you've been accepted to the next bit. I was like, fuck me, this is crazy. You need to come to London on this day. Go to this cafe Nero outside Shepherd Bush, and you will be approached by a woman in a yellow scarf. This it sounds Ominous. bullshit. It sounds bullshit, but mm. this happened there. And then they were like, and you need to say the password. And to this day, I remember the password was candy floss. And I was sat there. <laughs> it's quite an easy one. And it was a scorching hot day. And she came over and she just went, hiya. And that was all she said. Mm. I went, hello. She was like, hi. So I went, candy floss? She went, come with me. Like that. And she <laughs> That's thought, so but, cool. But it kind of like took away a lot, a lot of the coolness about it. Because, no, I think that's like, you're a spy. But I'll tell you why. Because... Everyone in that cafe, ne- ne- cafe Nero got up and come with me, and they were all the other applicants. So it was like, well, we're all here in the oh. same. It's not like you've gone one place to get me, then you've gone to another place. We've all just accumulated in the same place. Do you know what I mean? So anyway, so we had this like open day. Some people went through to the next stage. Some people didn't. I got through, and then I had to go and see a psychiatrist um, to make sure I was mentally safe for it. So he wasn't very 
good then, was he? Well, why? Oh, <laughs> he let no. you on. Yeah, no. How did but that happen? That I, I told him all about the shit relationship I had with my mum and stuff like that because I wanted to give myself a little bit of angst and uh, and give myself a few... Uh, so like an X Factor sub story? Not so, Yeah, not so much a sub story, but like, look at me, I've got issues, but I'm not... <laughs> like, I've got issues, but I'm not fucked up. Like, I, like, I am fucked up, but I'm not going to like burn your house down. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so, so, then, so then one day I went back Got a phone call. You've been accepted. You've been accepted for Big Brother 2012 or whatever it was. So I was like, wow. And I'd just broken up with my first girlfriend at the time. So you think you're in love when you're 18 or whatever you are. So so I was I was depressed. I thought I was depressed. I wasn't, but I was sad. And so I was like, yeah, cool. Let's do that. So it really took my mind off things. And and I had to go to what uh, London. And I remember that was the first time a taxi ever had my name in the front of their car like on a bit of paper. So I was like, oh, this is cool. I want a this bit of this. Real. Yeah. And then the, and the guy took me and he took me down to Watford. And I wasn't allowed to tell the taxi driver what I was doing. I they'd sent me an email with a specific thing that I had to say to people. Mm-hmm. I went into this hotel Can room. Can you remember what that thing was? No, it was like I'm doing a I'm doing a video shoot for a music video or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, we went in we went in the Hilton Hotel and and they took my phone off me at the door um, and they took my laptop if I had one and all that kind of stuff and I was greeted with a chaperone who was there to basically wait on my every move for. Or every want and need for free. Not every want and need. Like, he didn't just jack me off or anything. <laughs> you tried. <laughs> yeah. But um, so I was there for three days in the Hilton Hotel with no access to the outside world, really. Um, and we just stayed in this hotel. Then one day, I had a code name as well. Yeah. So everyone had colours as their name because all the other contestants were staying in this hotel, but you weren't allowed out. So you mm-hmm. couldn't see them. So they'd say, Yeah, red's next door. You got orange across the way. I was lemon. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like I really got the short straw there. They you saw know? your hair colour. Yeah, maybe, yeah, probably actually. I didn't think of that. But yeah, so anyway, um, they, they on Friday, this they come and pick me up and they took me to Elstree Studios where they record it. And I had to sit on the back of this golf buggy. Went all the way through the studio. They went, go up the steps and you're now entering Big Brother. And I was like, what? Because it's, it's the middle of the day. Mm-hmm. And I'd seen Big Brother. And people went in at night time, mm-hmm. didn't they? Like, do you remember? With an audience. Night? With an audience. Yeah. I'm walking up the steps. There's no one there. No one there, right? But Big Brother had a tendency to play weird games, like mind games. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes they'd have two houses and stuff like that. So I thought, what's going on? I thought right? you'd go in and Davina McCall was just there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, mate, I, d- I didn't know. So I just thought, right, I've got to do it. I've got to just take this as if it's real. Because it, for me... It's like the whole Jane, uh, my, my my manager thing all over again. You go, you're in too deep by that point. You're there now, going into the Big Brother house. How can this not be real? Like yeah. I don't get this. I don't understand it. But as the doors open, the big eye, there's a guy kneeling down, just hammering in some of the set. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, this is Brilliant. weird. So I walked in. As luck would have it as well, I was the first person to enter the house. So they give me a task. Can Jack come to the diary room? I was like, this is mental. I'm looking around like, this is crazy. So I went in and basically my task was, um, you're now going to be greeted with all of your, your house. You just look into this little webcam in the wall. But um, they were like, you're going you're gonna to meet all your housemates in a minute. And, and then you need to nominate two of them to be up for eviction on Friday face to face. I was like, great, let's have it. Because I wanted to cause friction and stuff. So I, so I did that. But. When I, me and my dad, when we used to watch Big Brother when I was little, yeah, my dad come up with this good concept of what he was going to do. Do you remember Golden Balls? Yeah. Do you remember when the guy said he was going to steal? Split or steal, yeah. But then he split. Yeah, the yeah. best the best one. That was great, because that really like, went literally... against the codes and conventions. Yeah, he of that said he yeah. promised to steal. Yeah. And then the guy was up... like, why didn't you just split it with me then? 
wasn't yeah, he? He was like, yeah. And he was like, I'm going to steal just to give myself kind of security and then I'll half it with you afterwards. Yeah. And then they revealed it, but he actually had split, hadn't yeah. he? So then, but um, so my dad came up with this concept for Big Brother and it, and I said, if I ever go in there, I'm going to do that. And I'd done it, right? And little did I know, just to jump the gun a bit before I go back to the story, because uh, I, I know the podcast is getting on a bit now, but... Um, I one at one. I thought this could be being broadcast, and they've told us it's not being broadcast, and that's oh, the that's so they, the thing. They say that it's not being recorded, but it actually Cause, is because Big Brother had gotten to that point where people were playing up to the camera yeah. now. Yeah. So how about if we tell them they're not? So I thought mm-hmm. maybe I'm out here mm-hmm. to to the world. Like I don't know. <laughs> so I played it exactly how I wanted to play it. Had I actually been on a proper broadcast show, but um, so what I done? Yeah, so. When you when you hear on when you watch the show back and it goes would so and so come to the diary room they only verbally say that if you're not next to the door or you're not in the living room because if you're in the living room it will just flash open green like that and then you just go in like, mm-hmm. or or unless they need a specific person otherwise it's open all the time for you just to go in and chat to someone but I specifically wanted Big Brother to call me out so everyone heard that it was just me going in. Mm-hmm. And every now and then you get given a task when you go in there and all the stuff is already there on the t- on the chair when you go in. And it's like a laminated bit of paper. I wanted a laminate bit of paper. I wanted to give myself a task without everyone knowing that it wasn't actually a task. So when you go into Big Brother, you're all advised you have to w- read the full welcome pack that's on the table of all the do's and don'ts. So I and it was luckily for me it was a binder and everyone in there was just hole punched into this binder. So I took a sheet out when no one was looking and I went up to the diary room and there was a mat there and I put it under the under the thing and I pressed the button and I ran off. And half an hour later, because people think it's spont- it's in- instantaneous as well <laughs> that you get called in, you don't. It's whenever they're ready to talk to you, unless you've obviously cut yourself or something. But I just pressed it and run off. And I was sitting by the pool, and then it went, would Jack come to the diary room? So I made a big point of letting everyone know I'm going in. I was like, yeah. oh, I'll be back in a sec, back in a sec. And as I went, I'm going into the room, and I just quickly picked up the, the sheet and went in. And Big Brother was like, hello, Jack, what would you like to talk about? What would you like to talk about today? And I was like... Nothing really, just wanted a quick little chat, blah, blah, blah. So they're, they're obliged to do that. Ten minutes went by. I walked out, and then I, I I gathered everyone around. I was like, guys, oh, sorry, hang on. And I was looking at the thing. I was like, oh, actually, I'm not supposed to read this out. I was like, no one's allowed to look at this. Apparently, if you look at this, you can, you'll be gone, really. And everyone else was in the same boat thinking, if you, we're gone, that's actually our opportunity gone. Yeah. So they didn't want to. So I went and hid it. But then I then walk to the bathroom. They obviously now think, fuck, he's got a secret task. Like, what's going on here? I walk to the bathroom and I got two toilet rolls just that was just there. And I walked up to the bitchiest, most horrible woman that was in the house that no one liked. She was mm-hmm. a attention-seeking, horrible little creature. And I walked up to her. Was it Cher Lloyd? No, no <laughs> it wasn't. Um, but I, I walked up to her and I made a point of everyone watching. And I went, big brother. Number one, and I'm looking at the cameras, and I just wrapped her from head to toe <laughs> in this toilet roll. I went, number one, like that. And she was going, what are you doing? What are you doing? I was like, you'll find out Friday. And Friday is when the eviction was. Yeah. Right. So everyone was like, what? What the fuck? And I went, who wants this second one? Like that. I went, I can't decide. I'm playing up to the cameras. And they're all going, nah, fuck that, fuck that. And I'm walking up to like like flirting around with who I'm going to do. <laughs> and then um, I was like, nah, 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 I'll wait, I'll wait, like that. And then I went and put it under my pillow. And for the rest of the week, everyone just loved me because, <laughs> because no one wanted to be that second person. They thought that they were nominated or something. It meant nothing. 
And then I thought, see, if I'm on the TV, I'm making this interesting for people on my own accord. Yeah, I'll probably get voted out by the public because I'm being vindictive and snidey. But that's what I would want to see from a show like yeah. that. Yeah, um, And then on the Friday, I went back um, just before we left. <coughs> I'd, To tell you the truth, I'd actually forgotten about it for the last two days. I completely forgot I did it. And then um, Louis Spencer's nephew was in there and I got on with him. And when we were sat around the pool like a day before we were due to go. Little did we know we were going, but... He went, what What was that? What's that thing? Like, is that tonight then? And I went, oh, fuck. Like, so I ran and got the sheet and I gathered everyone around the pool and I went, Jack wasn't even handed a secret task, blah, 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 blah. And I just read it out and just said exactly what I'd done. And they were all like, oh, you bastard, you absolute <laughs> bastard. Well, a couple of people then didn't like me from that moment on because they were like, you're just a lion, little snide. But... I don't really care. The, the game, isn't it? The power was in my hands, mm-hmm. but yeah. But it's funny because then when I did my first interview with Ricky Gervais, he started slagging off people that go on Big Brother. And he's Yikes. like, people do anything to be famous. I was like, yeah, yeah oh, who would God. do that? <laughs> Tell me about it, Rick. Oh, too much. But you weren't on the real Big Brother anyway. You were a guinea pig. Yeah, that's what it turned out to be. It was a guinea, guinea pig thing. So basically at the end, we had an executive produce. We had a meeting with the executive producer and we had to give the goods and the, 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 the high points and the low points of the house, what worked, what didn't. And then they made them changes before the launch that was mm-hmm. later on to be two weeks. So you but, didn't know you were... The, tr- the guinea pig we found out from that moment that right. we were a guinea pig and, and that was guttering because you thought oh I've just done this whole week for nothing but looking back on it are you glad that you didn't go in 100% the, the best thing that could have ever happened because I got to experience it yeah. but I didn't have to be fame I was fame hungry but I, but later on it, I didn't seem like that because I'm, I'm not a, I'd always be oh you were that YouTuber that was on Big Brother and I don't want to be known as that I want to no. succeed on my own right not necessarily so. Sam Pepper was known as that, and now he's known as a molester. So yeah, yeah. You, you had options. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what would happen if you did go into the real Big Brother house? What would you do? Well, if I was in a real Big Brother house, I don't think Ricky Gervais would have ever agreed to even being in the same room as me. True. So, so I think so you're glad the thing. things went the way they did. Yeah, yeah. I got to experience it's probably the best outcome. Yeah, I got to experience the show without actually being on it because I actually got shortlisted after that week to be on the actual one as well as a standby. They'd already had the twenty people or whatever it is in the hotel ready to go in, but me and an ex Coventry City football player, Ashley Kane, who's a model, who's been on every TV show now. He was on X on He's the He's been beach. on everything yeah. possible. Take <laughs> me out. Yeah, yeah. Me, me and me and him were, or we we were we were the standout sort of people from the show that mm-hmm. then got shortlisted to go into the, the actual house. But that was the one year that nobody, nobody left got or, or, or got kicked out. So, mm-hmm. so we did. So we didn't do it. But um, I'm, that's pretty much how I started. And then on my on my little sheet here of all the stuff I've done because I love talking about myself. <laughs> I've got um, I've got like loads. I'm not even touched the surface on the some of the kind of stuff I wanted to talk about. So maybe what we'll do is we'll we'll carry this on um, for a part two one time. But I think that's the perfect time to end it and 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 just let you guys know how I got started within YouTube. Uh, to be honest, at the back of my mind as well with the whole Big Brother thing was I thinking if I go on the if I go on Big Brother, it's really going to kickstart my YouTube career as yeah. well. I've got a lot of things like I've got Project Six written down here. I've, I wanted to talk about the time I've gone to America to do a film. I went to Trinidad and Tobago with a lot of different footballers. I got some cool stories about that, about meeting Ricky for the first time and stuff like that. So hopefully we'll do another part. We'll two. have to ask yeah. if people want to hear the rest. Yeah, if you do want to hear hear the rest, and you can tolerate me talking to talking about myself for. An hour and five minutes, or however long it's been, then do let us know. Get in touch and let us know if you want a part two. I won't be offended if you don't, but 
There we go. That has been the Jackmate story, part one. Do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but um, thanks, Stevie, for, for indulging me in, in the hour. And also, thank you to Fiona. There we go, guys. This has been the Jackmate. No, not the Jackmate podcast. That's what I used to do. Gee, it's all about me today, isn't it? It's been Jackmate's happy hour. <laughs> me, me, yeah, me. this has been Jackmate's happy hour. Thanks, Stevie. Thanks, Fiona. We'll see you next week for some more bloody good stuff. See you then. Bye. This was a Radio Stakhanov production.